I'm Steve McIntosh. President Biden talks about the UFO shootdowns. We have the story. Wichita City Council member Fry jumps into the mayor race. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. A former Wichita teacher convicted of child sex crimes. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Dan Holiday. We have a clear sky this morning that allowed temperatures to really fall overnight. A cold start to our day, but we warm well above freezing this afternoon with a better weekend ahead. Our complete forecast in just a few minutes. We have uh, some traffic in uh, the downtown area this morning. Chad Chambers, uh, uh, what a house fire in, on Broadway, right? Yeah, in the 900 block of South Broadway, you're going to want to avoid the area. Again, that's Broadway between Kellogg and uh, down by Lincoln. So between there, that's the area you want to avoid. President Biden addresses the nation over flying objects shot down in recent days. The president is directing his team to create sharper rules for how to deal with them in the future. If any object presents a threat to the safety and security of the American people, I will take it down. The president says he wants to take measures to better detect objects, update rules and regulations for launching unmanned objects into the sky, and establish new norms with other countries. He adds there's no evidence the three objects were related to China's spy balloon program and that they were most likely tied to private companies, recreation, or research institutions. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. The primary election, six months away, and the race for Wichita mayor has already begun to take shape. While current mayor Brandon Whipple has yet to file any paperwork, he says his goal is to continue the progress he's created since taking office. Right now, we, we are uh, on the uh, cusp of, of just hitting that next level as a top 50 city. Uh, so it would be, I think, uh, uh, just really not a uh, good idea to uh, stop what we're doing when it comes to progress. City Council member Brian Fry announcing his candidacy, citing his seven years' experience serving on the city council. A former Wichita teacher has been found guilty of child sex crimes. 32-year-old Kristen Koval pleaded no contest to two counts of aggravated indecent solicitation of a child. Koval had been employed as a teacher at Mead Middle School until she left the district in 2020. The case against her involved a 13-year-old student. She was teaching math at Edison Prep School in Tulsa when she was arrested last year. She could receive more than five years in prison when sentenced on May the 12th. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. A Kansas City police officer and his canine partner were among three killed in a crash in Missouri. Officer James Moldbauer, a 20-year veteran of the department and champ, were on patrol when another vehicle struck their patrol car. The crash caused a second collision with a pedestrian who died at the scene. Officer Mulbauer was taken to a hospital where he died from his injuries. His canine partner died at the scene. Driver of the car and the other vehicle received minor injuries and was taken into custody. Police suspect that driver may have been impaired. President Biden went to Walter Reed Hospital for his annual physical exam yesterday. New information on the president's health. His doctor releasing a letter saying he remains fit for duty. He has an irregular heartbeat, acid reflux, allergies, and arthritis, but they are all kept in check. And also a small lesion on his chest was sent off for biopsy, but uh, the doctor said he is fit and is in vigorous shape. And that's Fox's Jackie Heinrich reporting from the White House. A hearing today for five former Memphis police officers 
charged in the death of Tyree Nichols. Court records show Tadarius Bean, Demetrius Haley, Desmond Mills Jr., Emmett Martin III, and Justin Smith are scheduled to appear for a hearing in Shelby County Court, each who've since posted bond who face multiple charges, including second-degree murder and aggravated assault in the death last month of 29-year-old Tyree Nichols, who was pulled over by police January 7th and has seen on body camera and surveillance footage trying to flee on foot before officers caught him and beat him. Another eight Memphis police officers have also been disciplined or dismissed in the case. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7.05, five minutes past 7 o'clock. Quite a finish for Shocker men's basketball on the road last night. We'll have highlights here from Coach Brown coming up in sports. If you notice unexpected acts of kindness today, there's a reason for it. That story and more coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted now 7.08. Eight minutes past 7 o'clock on a Friday morning. Kansas, of course, known for tornadoes. And for years, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Texas were considered Tornado Alley. But has the alley shifted? The National Weather Service in Wichita covers 26 counties in Kansas. Coordination meteorologist Chance Hayes tells KNSS News. When we start to look at fatalities, you know, generally... The southeast part of the United States, we're starting to see uh, more fatalities occurring down there because it does seem like, you know, they are experiencing a, a few more tornadoes of late. I tell you that Mississippi has been extremely busy with a number of tornadoes, especially the Jackson office, and then it moves on over into the Birmingham and and uh, uh, those areas in part of Alabama. So we're starting to see a little bit of a shift. Chance Hayes, our guest this weekend on Issues 2023, Saturday and Sunday morning at 8 on KNSS. Two separate shootings of Jewish men in as many days as they left their synagogues in Los Angeles. The LAPD says both men were shot from moving cars, and they believe the same man is responsible for both shootings. Avi Gruen is a rabbi at one of the synagogues. I don't remember any other time in the past where we've had uh, people, just people in the community being shot at especially leaving uh, leaving synagogue, so it's for sure uh, definitely a lot of people are uh, nervous about it. Both victims are expected to recover, security being stepped up around synagogues in Los Angeles and Beverly Hills. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. Rio's world-famous Carnival begins today. The glue guns are squirting and the sewing machines whirring at this costume factory in Rio. Around 90,000 people will hit the Samba Drome on each of the next four nights. They've been practicing for months. The event is back to its full glory after the pandemic. A billion dollars of business brought by tourists from around the globe. For many, it's a lifetime's ambition to see this spectacle. For others... Came by accident to Carnival. We did not know it was now. <laughs> Jonathan Savage, Fox News. If you notice unexpected acts of kindness today, well, there's a reason. Make kindness the norm. That's the theme today for this year's Random Acts of Kindness Day. It was started in 1995 in Denver, Colorado, by the nonprofit Random Acts of Kindness Foundation. Being kind isn't just a nice thing to do. It's also good for our physical and mental health. Studies have shown that performing acts of generosity lower blood pressure, among other benefits. 
Small acts like holding the door for a stranger, petting an animal, or bringing coffee to a colleague can have an effect as well. Researchers say even witnessing acts of kindness has been shown to increase well-being. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7-11, 11 minutes past 7 o'clock. 47th Street South and Hydraulic. We have a traffic accident there. You'll want to expect a slowdown in the area or avoid it if you can. Again, that's uh, 47th Street South and Hydraulic. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. And now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today Meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Good morning, Ronnell. Hey, good morning, Steve and Ted. Happy Friday to you. Yes, yes. to you too. Yeah, things are going to be pretty nice out there. Still going to be a little chilly today, but definitely not as bad as yesterday. When it comes to our forecast, by tomorrow, things are going to be even better. So we'll have a high of 49 today. Again, better than yesterday, keeping a slight chill in the air during the afternoon. And then when it comes to our Saturday, uh, a few more clouds moving in after bright skies today. High of 55, though. And we'll also have to deal with some wind. So it's going to be a nice day, especially during the afternoon. You know, briefly get some fresh air, spend some time outdoors, especially after that cold day yesterday. But a wind's possibly gusting up to 35, maybe even up to 40 miles an hour at times. Uh, keeping a strong breeze in the forecast through Sunday. Uh, but strong uh, south winds also helping us out quite a bit as we jump up to a high of 62 degrees. Uh, to wrap up the weekend, a uh, lower 60s continuing into early next week. A few more clouds, though, is what we'll gain on Monday. And then by Tuesday, a 10% chance of rain. Still looks like there's going to be another system uh, sweeping through the region, uh, also giving us a 10% chance of rain on Wednesday. So even though things not looking promising still, uh, we still have time for things to change. Just keep an eye on that late Tuesday, Wednesday forecast. After that, it does look like our temperatures will take a hit, even if it stays dry. We'll only cool off into the upper 40s next Thursday and Friday, though. Right now, right now we're at 15 degrees with a light south wind at 3 miles an hour. Looking at fair skies, too, with uh, visibility up to 10 miles, which is the best. 15 degrees, but can you imagine if we had the breeze like we had yesterday with that? Ooh, that would be unbearable. Yeah, exactly. Probably feeling more like the single digits right now if that was the case. All right. Thank you, Ron L. That's the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast. With Kansas Today meteorologist Ron L. Williams, and you're listening to Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS on this Friday, February 17th. A cloudy, windy, cool day across central Kansas Thursday. Wichita's high temperature was only 31 degrees. Yeah, I went for a walk after work yesterday, and the wind chill was 15. Yeah, normal high, 49. Yeah. I didn't go out yesterday. I had to go to a doctor's appointment, so I didn't skip it. (laughs) I'm staying in. On this date in 1936, South Dakota set their all-time record low temperature uh, when the, the thermometer, the mercury plunged to 58 below zero at a town wow. in north-central South Dakota. The name of the town? McIntosh. Yep, McIntosh, South Dakota. And, and that's, it's, there's, a, there's also a McIntosh in New Mexico. Really? There are several uh, cities. Spelled the thing. same? Yeah. As you? Uh, yeah. I just wonder if some of my ancestors were explorers. Well, I guess. Who never left any money to the rest of us. So anyway, that was a cold day. On this date in 1972, President Richard M. Nixon departed the White House with his wife, Pat, First Lady, on a historic trip to China. Yeah, which was just immense. Yeah. This is what Nixon really prided himself on. He prided himself as being uh, on foreign policy and a foreign and we. Opened the door to Russia for a while there, and it's kind of closed up since. But Well, an American China. president visiting China yeah. is just unthinkable. Well, this is a guy who got into Congress 
as a, as a really an anti-communist, mm-hmm. strong anti-communist. Anyway, that was 1972. And we have a couple of sports uh, birthdays today, Ted. These are big ones, big ones. Football Hall of Famer Jim Brown. Oh, my. 87 years 87. old today. 87. This is a guy who was awesome on the football field. Then he got into acting and had a pretty good career. You can that. make a really good case that he was the best running back of all time. You could. And <laughs> he was tough. And then how about this guy? Basketball Hall of Famer Michael Jordan oh. is 60 today. There's another. Okay, I just fell off my chair. Michael Jordan is 60? 60. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that does not seem possible. Oh, it doesn't. Okay. But. There it is. There it is. He's 60 years old today. Oh, my gosh. And you can make a case that he is the greatest basketball Basketball player player. of all time. Sure could. And we got another birthday. Oh. A former sportscaster here in town. Do you know? Yep. Jared Bartlett. J-Rod. J-Rod is celebrating a birthday today. Yeah. Of course, he's been in the aviation industry now here in this town for many years. He used to be a sportscaster. And I just, you know. Jared uh, Bartlett. Good guy. Jared's just an excellent driver. I can I'll never forget the time in Kansas City where you and I and who Jim Kobe, your dad, and we had a we had a van. Full we had a van full of and guys, we and we were all going up to see the Royals. We play. See the Royals play, and it was raining. And cats it was a dogs. driving <laughs> rainstorm. And, I, and Jerry's going. I don't think we we're on four thirty-five or something. Yeah. He's cooling along at about seventy, and he hit a, a big patch of water. Yeah. And, and and eight guys screamed like little girls. We basically couldn't basically couldn't see anything for about five or six seconds. It's like, well, we're in the Lord's hands here, yeah. and J Rod, and J Rod, and he guided, he steered us to safety. <laughs> what a weekend! We never made it to the ball game either. No, the, the ball game never got played. So okay, uh, seven seven uh, happy birthday, J Rod. Seven seventeen, Stephen ten in the morning here on KNSS. It is sports time with Ted Woodward. Shockers in Philadelphia last night, Ted. Yeah, the Shockers had never won a road game at Temple ever. And last night was in doubt as well. The Shockers were down by four points with about six minutes to go. It was looking, it was, I mean, it was close, but the Shockers were having their struggles. Temple went on a 13-0 run. Oh, but the Shockers responded big time. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hull had the call of the game on 103.7 KEYN. Pass into the hands of Rojas. Tried to make a pass the wing. Rojas jumped up between him and his intended receiver and picked it off, and the Shockers have it back. Man, a score here would be huge for Wichita State. Rojas out in the middle, dribbles right, gives it to Flanagan coming out front. He hands it to Porter coming back left to right. Craig now one-on-one with John Cooch. Another step back three. Good again. Craig Porter with another huge three. What a dagger. And the Shockers now up by seven. They ran the weave, Mike, and the Owls were switching it, and they finally got a big guy on Porter, and he made him pay. Shocks go on a 16-0 run. And take control of the game late. Beat Temple 79-65. The Owls only had one basket in the final six minutes. Wow. Including one stretch where they missed eight in a row. How about that? Shockers get a 14-point win on the road. And they've won four straight road games. Here's Shocker head coach Isaac Brown. I thought the three that Jake Warren made, it was a tough three. But he made it. Sometimes when you're a big-time player, you got to make shots like that. I thought those Craig Porter threes were huge because they were switching the ball screen, switching one through five. And we just went one four flat and let our best player go one-on-one, and he made some shots that we really needed. Jaquan Walton leading the Shockers with 21 points. James Rojas added 11 points, 11 rebounds, and a half dozen assists. Nice. Sounds like a couple of guys are finally emerging as the leaders on that team. Oh, yeah. We're starting to see consistent results from from some of those guys. Yeah, which you weren't getting earlier in the season. 
Mike Kennedy spoke after the game with the Shockers' leading scorer, Jaquan Walton. And we felt like it. Did you kind of feel it out there on the floor that after you made that shot, that kind of loosened everybody up? That was just a kind of a different feel then that you were back in command. Right. You know, after I hit that shot, you know, my teammates were feeling it. Uh, we got more engaged in de- on defense. Got a lot of big rebounds. I think we out-rebounded them by 16. 16. By 16. So that's a big margin. You know, came out with the, the victory. Yeah, the Shocks just dominating on the rebounding side of things as well. Shockers are now 14-12 and 12 on the season. Remember the Shocks lost their first three conference games? Now they're even up in the conference mark, 7-7 seven and seven in conference play. The Shockers are in sixth place right now in the American Conference. Only 4,400 showed up in Philadelphia for that game last night. Shocks get a nice win on the road, their fourth straight win on the road. We have Big 12 men's basketball action tomorrow. Huge game in Lawrence. Number 5, Kansas, hosting number 9, Baylor. KU has won three in a row. Baylor on a four-game winning streak. These are two of the three teams, part of a three-way tie for first place atop the Big 12 along with Texas. So the loser of this game will fall out of first place. Huge game tomorrow in Lawrence. Live pregame coverage for the Jayhawks at 1.30 tomorrow afternoon. The game will tip off at 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon in Allen Fieldhouse. Listen to the Jayhawks on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. In Manhattan tomorrow afternoon, it's number 12 Kansas State hosting number 18 Iowa State. Two teams that are scuffling a bit right now. The Cyclones have lost five straight road games. K-State has lost four of its last five overall. That'll tip off at 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon in Manhattan, nationally televised on ESPN. K-State right now is two games out of first place in the Big 12 standings. It's baseball season for the Shockers. Yeah, Wichita State opens up the baseball season this weekend with a three-game series out in California visiting Long Beach State. Shane Dennis and Denning Gehrig will have live coverage of Shocker Baseball 8 o'clock tonight, 8 o'clock tomorrow night, 3 o'clock Sunday afternoon. Listen to the Shocker Baseball on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. High temperature in Long Beach today, 68. High tomorrow, 69. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Sounds delicious. Nice place to be. Let's see if the Shockers can pick up some wins out there in Long Beach this weekend. And we do have hockey action here in Wichita. One game this weekend. It's tomorrow night, 7 o'clock tomorrow night, downtown at Intrust Bank Arena. The Thunder right now in second place, hosting last place Tulsa. And there's a ton going on for the Thunder game tomorrow night. The Gold is Ice charity game. It's Scout Night. It's Pucks and Pups Night. And it's Paw Patrol Night. So tons of things going on. (laughs) Want to go see the Thunder hockey game? That's tomorrow night downtown at Intrust Bank Arena. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. 722 now. Keep it here for House Call for Health. Expensive health care is keeping Americans away from the doctor's office. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Stephen Ted in the morning. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 7.30 on a Friday morning in a chilly 15 degrees. Republican lawmakers are issuing subpoenas to big tech companies for allegedly trying to silence conservatives on their platforms. Fox's Lauren Blanchard reports. 
Chairman Jim Jordan says he believes he can show collusion with big tech and Democrats. He's tried to get answers from tech companies the easy way since December, but to no avail. Now he sent subpoena letters to executives of five major tech companies, Alphabet, which runs Google, Amazon, Apple, Facebook's parent company, Meta, and Microsoft. He wants all documents between the companies and the Biden administration to see if they moderated, deleted, suppressed, restricted, or reduced circulation of Republican speech or other speech that didn't go along with the administration's policies. Twitter's CEO Elon Musk is absent from this list. Jordan says that's because the Twitter files were an example of how to be transparent. Microsoft and Meta say they plan to comply and are producing documents. Despite the recent rain and snow in Kansas, the risk of fire remains high. This is Fire Awareness Week. There are things you can do to stay ahead of the danger. You should check the weather for high fire danger before doing outdoor maintenance. It may spark a fire. Scott City Emergency Manager Tim Steckline says to check your rain gutters to cut down on the amount of combustible material. A lot of times with the wildfire, if embers are traveling with the wind, it might get into the gutters or into the eaves of the roof. And, you know, that's oftentimes a leading cause for, for homes to burn. He adds the best advice, make sure your property is clean of excess dry brush and weeds. Wichita police have announced they will be conducting a DUI saturation patrol this weekend. It's part of an effort to curb impaired drivers from Wichita streets. In a Facebook post, the department says extra traffic officers will be on duty Saturday to conduct the DUI saturation patrol. Officials advise that if you're planning to go out this weekend, have a plan to get home that doesn't include drinking and driving. Part of Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's education agenda has been blocked. State Senate Democrats defeated two bills in committee Thursday. One would have barred transgender females from participating in girls' scholastic sports. The other would have required administrators notify parents if their child identifies as trans in school. Both measures, approved by the Republican-controlled state house, were stridently opposed by LGBTQ advocacy groups. Supporters say the bills would have promoted fairness in girls' sports and protected parental rights. Opponents say the legislation would harm already at-risk youth. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. The month of March signals the beginning of severe storm season across the plains. The National Weather Service in Wichita covers 26 counties in Kansas. Coordination meteorologist Chance Hayes tells KNSS News about last year's tornado count in Kansas. We had 56 touchdown across the state of Kansas last year, which if you look at the normal or the average from 1950 through 22, uh, we were slightly below normal from that time frame. But the typical normal is 30 years. And for 30 years, we average uh, about 85 tornadoes a year. So we were well below that number. Chance Hayes is our guest this weekend on Issues 2023, Saturday and Sunday morning at 8 on KNSS. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Much colder air settled into south-central Kansas overnight. It is chilly for now, but we do see a warm-up here this afternoon. Sunny with a high 48. It's going to be clear and breezy through tonight. Tarlow near 30. Then a strong low-pressure system on the eastern side of the Rockies will bring us gusty winds Saturday with a high 52. I'm KNSS meteorologist and holiday. And right now we have a clear sky. 15 degrees and a south wind at 3 miles per hour. That's right. 15 degrees. Steve, it's in the morning here. On 98.7 and 1330 KNSS on this Friday, February 17th, 2023. On this date in 1801, the U.S. House of Representatives broke an electoral tie between Thomas Jefferson and Aaron Burr. It was tied 
But they elected Jefferson as president. Burr automatically became vice president and thereupon led a very interesting life. Uh, he was the one who shot and killed Alexander Hamilton in a uh, duel up on, on the banks of the Hudson in New mm-hmm. Jersey. And I'm not clear, although I've read about about I think it was something that uh, Burr perceived that Hamilton had said something about Burr's daughter. I believe that yeah, was about. some sort of affront. Yeah, and that's the and way. They back settled. then, that's the way gentlemen settled their differences, settled their arguments, hmm. to shoot each other. CNN. I guess not much has changed. <laughs> CNN's Don Lemon startled some colleagues Thursday with his. I don't know who this guy is. Have you ever He's seen a Don? huge favorite of uh, KNSS radio hosts. Is he really? Is one of, he is a target, huh? <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Oh, Rush Limbaugh just used to skewer Don Lemon. Don Lemon. His on-air implication that Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley, at age 51, was past her prime. Lemon, with CNN this morning co-host Poppy Harlow and Caitlin Collins, was discussing Haley's suggestion a day earlier that politicians over age 75 should be subject to mandatory mental competency tests. President Joe Biden is 80, while another GOP presidential candidate, former President Donald Trump, is uh, 76. Lemon, explaining why he was uncomfortable with the age discussion, said, quote, a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s, 30s, and maybe her 40s. Uh-oh. Later Thursday, Lemon issued a statement saying he regretted his inartful and irrele- re- irrelevant references. Well, he makes idiotic statements all the time. This, prime is, this is not nothing new. Okay. I'm just not familiar with this guy. Okay. Don Lemon, huh? He makes some strange statements. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're not tagging on CNN, then you're not, you know, yeah. you're not in his wheelhouse. All right. Here's some uh, useful information for you today, Ted, because uh, this is kind of the information I'm going to give you that you already know. Inflation uh, definitely being felt in the workplace. According to the Consumer Price Index, the cost of groceries has risen over 11% since January. And surging prices, which is which is the, of the goods is surging the most? Six foods, okay. Uh, biggest inflationary. Uh, spaghetti and mar- macaroni, two of our favorites, right? Flour and sugar. Chocolate chip cookies. Bread. American cheese and eggs. All the things. Those are all basic sta- staples right there. Yes, yeah. they are. Police in Windsor, Ontario, Canada, looking for five thieves who made off with uh, 10 thousand dollars worth of nintendo switch consoles investigators say four of the suspects created a distraction while the fifth broke into a display case and stole the goods what oh. i broke in he had to break the glass Apparently wouldn't he had a plan yeah same crew believed to be behind a similar robbery at a home depot where they made off with five thousand dollars worth of goods mm. hmm. and yeah, a switch console isn't a very big thing either switch console all right so, uh, yesterday afternoon, I went to see my doctor. That's right, Ted. Dr. Vidi Boombas? Dr. Dr. Anderson. Oh, Dr. Anderson. Yeah. Okay. It's been a year since I had my hip replacement, and they wanted to see how I was getting along. Okay. I almost didn't make it in because they, they have a new deal where they, when you go in, they give you this uh, little tablet, you know, electronic tablet, mm-hmm. and you have to uh, answer all these questions. Right. About your medication and stuff right. like that. And after about 20 minutes, I was ready to throw it through a window. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm with you. And uh, I don't know how some of the older people even got through it. But anyway, 
I, I went over to the receptionist. I said, I don't. And she says, oh, you've got it done. Just hit that. There you go. You're fine. So maybe need to know all my medication. And, uh, mm-hmm. You know, my great-grandmother, did she ever have gout? Right. Things like right, that. Right, right. Anyway, we got in there and had a nice session. and went, took an x-ray. Yeah. Hip looks great. I think it seems like you're doing pretty pretty yeah. well. They did a couple little tests of my knee, you know, my leg. Hey, you're doing real good. So when I think that a year ago you were using a walker. Man, that was tough. Yeah, and here you are a year later, and you're just I'm, you're ready to roll, man. I'm cruising. Yeah. Dr. Anderson did a pretty good job. In fact, right after that, and I don't know if he tells everybody this, but he, he said, uh, you know, I'm real proud of that job we did on you. Mm, okay. Hey. I guess I'm a good patient. Exactly. All right. Let's see what else we got here this morning. Oh, I wanted to talk about, oh. City Council and the mayor race, okay? Yeah, the mayoral race How about this? should be interesting. What you talk? Council member Brian Fry throwing his hat into the ring, as it were, uh, to challenge Brandon Whipple for the, the, the mayor's uh, position. This is coming up, uh, let's see, well, it says here someplace. Oh, primary election is August Primary 1st. in August, yep. And then the uh, next mayor will be elected November 7th. So we've got uh, Brandon Whipple, who uh, I, he hasn't really filed papers, but he's yeah, we, obviously going yeah, to run. He's, he's going to run again. And who else is in the race so far? Well, uh, Celeste Reset. Okay. She's the founder of Save Century mm-hmm. 2. She's uh, decided she wants to run, and she's filed. Other candidates uh, who have officially filed to run are environmental specialist Julie Rose Stroud and IT professional Anthony Gallardo. And a former city council member, Jared Sorello, plans to get his name on the ballot by collecting at least 100 signatures rather than the $70 in filing fees. Okay, fine. <laughs> Jared, you can't afford it? 50, 70 bucks? Well, he's probably doing it on principle. Yeah, he's doing it. He wants to get out and knock on some doors. Exactly. So, there you go. So anyway, that's the way it's shaped. So the, it up boy, there. you got there's six names already. Yeah. And you would expect there are going to be more. Number six months out. Hmm. Fry, by the way, Brian Fry is a guy who spent 25 years uh, uh, in marketing for local television stations. That's where he uh, worked before mm-hmm. he got into the politics. And uh, he wears a, you know, you take the, what, what is it, the, the, the city uh, logo, the flag, the, the round thing with the, the flag. Yeah. yeah. He's got a suit made out of that. Yeah, which is very impressive. You can't miss it. If he's in the room, you can't miss it. You know, if it wasn't, so. <clears throat> patriotic for Wichita, I'd say it's kind of silly. I think he's got shoes made out of the safe. Though. Yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> well, you're not going to forget that guy when nope. he walks in a room. Look at that guy. Huh? <laughs> anyway, should be interesting. They uh, had an announcement yesterday for, for Mr. Fry and a lot of, uh, well, some several local dignitaries who've been around a while were there to, to support him. So I bet he's going to have a pretty good, pretty good uh, base. But this should be fun. The next very few interesting. See what these guys drum up on each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. 741, Steve and Ted. And, and we'll uh, see who the Kansas City Eagle wants to be the mayor. <laughs> the they basically decided the last election. <laughs> Let's see here. we got President's Day coming up Monday. We haven't even talked about that. We haven't mentioned our favorite presidents. Favorite. Best. Uh, Martin Van Buren. Oh, yeah. You're a big Van Buren fan. Oh, Kinderhook. I don't know. Zach Taylor. <laughs> Miller's Fillmore. Yeah. All yeah. the good ones. All the, all the classics. Yeah. Well, I'm going to take my Who's my favorite president? That's a good question. 
Uh, mine would I'm be. Just, I mean, the, the same names come up. Oh, yeah. I was like Reagan, TR, Harry Truman, Lincoln. Lincoln. I think Lincoln. Adams, a, Washington. Lincoln was a, was a giant among us. Jefferson. Oh, yeah. Teddy Roosevelt, except for shooting all the animals, because I think he overdid it a little bit. He, yeah, his, his whole attitude, I like. Yeah. He could get a and good see, that's what, that's what Reagan kind of brought to the, he did. the presidency, too, was it was an attitude and a little bit of a swagger, <laughs> yeah, which I, I really liked. And a lot of humor. That's the thing I mm-hmm. appreciated about it. And then when his policies started in, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't quite as, as conservative as a lot of people thought he was going to be, I thought. So, but I think he, he's one of my favorites. I enjoyed his, uh, the way he would cross the island and uh, have fun with the other guys. Mm-hmm. Anyway, President Day coming Something up that doesn't exist anymore. It does not exist. And as I've said in my email to the staff here, I'm going to be involved in the uh, special Howard, t- uh, uh, the special William Howard Taft lookalike contest and 10K run. Uh, <laughs> you ought to take a big William Howard Taft bathtub bath, in that massive tub that he had. <laughs> yeah. There's, there you go. there's a way to celebrate that. <laughs> All right. 742 now, Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Coming up, we have the Wichita Business Journal update. Another Wichita clinic is offering 3D mammography. That's on the way. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS, 747 here on this Friday morning. Three big things. Three. Basketball, a road win for the Shockers. Wichita State 79, Temple 65. Two. Wichita City Council member Brian Fry enters the race for mayor. One. President Biden says he pushed for expanded radar searches for UFOs over the U.S. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Right now here in the Wichita area, we've got a stalled-out vehicle. This is uh, eastbound Kellogg at Washington. We also have one in the Derby area. It's a northbound K-15 stalled-out vehicle uh, between 55th and 47th Street South. Uh, continue watching out for traffic accident, 167th West and Maple. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Sunny and warmer today with a high of 48 degrees. Yesterday's high... 31, mostly clear and cool tonight, the overnight low 29. Then on Saturday, increasing clouds and breezy. Tomorrow's high, 52 degrees. Now a clear sky, 15 degrees. We have a south wind at 3 miles per hour. Hatman Jacks, the nation's third largest hat store, can help you find just the right hat for any lifestyle. With the change in season coming soon, make sure you're ready for any kind of weather. At Van Jacks is open Monday through Saturday just north of Riverfront Stadium at the Clock Tower in Delano. Stephen Ted in the morning now and, uh, on KNSS Friday morning. And it, uh, coming up Sunday night at 7 o'clock right here on KNSS, we've got the John Whitmer Show. And John is with us this morning to bring us his Friday morning preview of the excitement of the extravaganza Sunday night. Good morning, sir. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, gentlemen. How are you this morning? Good, good, good. It's going to be a busy week expected in the Kansas House next week. How so? Yeah. Well, they've got uh, – we're really – we're approaching that turnaround time when oh, really? the House sends its bills to the Senate and vice versa. And so this week you're going to see the House pass uh, – well, they've got the Women's Bill of Rights, the Protection for Women and Girls Sports, and Education Savings Accounts. Those are three 
major pieces of legislation, all of which are signature pieces that I know House Speaker Dan Hawkins and the Republican leadership are all focused on. And all three of those bills will be worked on the House floor this week. And so that's major legislation. And uh, all three of those will be debated, I believe, either Wednesday or Thursday of this week. So it's a it's a busy week. And that's just those three. That's all coming out of two committees. So mm-hmm. there's a whole lot going on this week. At speaking. So who, who is Riley Gaines going to be your guest? Who's, that, who's Riley Gaines? See, so Riley Gaines is the University of Kentucky swimmer. She was a national competitor. She was one of the top-ranked female swimmers who then lost to the biological male who was allowed to compete in women's sports. Uh, you've got, he is now the one who has won uh, NCAA's woman of the, of the athlete, Women Athlete of the Year, and she lost to him, and she has become an outspoken advocate for protecting the sanctity of women's sports. And she articulates rather well the fact that there, you know, no matter how you mince it, there's a biological imperative, a biological reality that men are physically more competitive. And so you create an, a lack of fairness. And so she has been going around the country helping people understand the importance of passing these types of legislation. And we'll have her on the show Sunday to talk about what it was like having him in the locker room with them and having to compete against him and the competitive advantage. The guy ranked in the 700s when he competed as a man, and a year later he won number one in the country in women's sports. Interesting, interesting. All right, uh, look forward to the show Sunday night, 7 o'clock, the John Whitmer Show right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Fears of rising interest rates had an impact on the stock market again Thursday. Stocks accelerating losses in the final hour of trading as investors digested another hot inflation report that showed price pressures at the wholesale level rose more than expected in January, fueling concerns that the Fed will raise interest rates higher than anticipated. And in a down market, Dow member Cisco Systems stock jumped after the networking equipment manufacturer beat expectations for revenue growth in the holiday quarter and Croc stock leaping to its highest close in 13 months after the casual footwear seller reported a big fourth quarter profit beat. The Dow winners, Cisco and Home Depot. The biggest Dow decliners, Microsoft, Boeing, and Amgen. The Dow falling 431 points. The Nasdaq down 215. S&P 500 down 57. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Let's get a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. Primary Care Associates in Wichita is the latest partner with a national provider of 3D mammography services. The office is located on East 21st Street between Rock and Woodlawn. Started offering the new technology from on-site women's health in November. And Charlene Bowie, who is practice administrator at Primary Care Associates, says it's been in high demand ever since. Wichita OBGYN Associates also has the same technology from on-site, which partners with OBGYN and primary care practices nationwide, providing to offer comprehensive breast health services that includes mammography, 3D mammography, and screening breast ultrasound. One of Wichita's largest commercial real estate firms has five new shareholders, all from its own team. NAI Martins said Thursday, brokers Patrick Ahern, Ryan Hubbard, Trent Garman, Drew Gannon, and Stephen Yowell have purchased a stake in the company. firm declined to say to share additional financial details, but confirmed 
The new shareholders have minority shares and minority stakes in the company. And that's business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And this is National Caregivers Day. It honors the health care professionals across the country providing long-term and hospice care. And having had some, uh, some uh, experience with that a few years ago with my mom, uh, yes, these people They're, need to be recognized. Yep, they're fantastic folks. There are people who need attention 24 hours a day and uh, have all kinds of needs. And if you're one of those caregivers, whether professionally or doing it for somebody you, you know and love, yeah, uh, we salute you. Today. They're doing God's work. Yep, helping out their fellow man. In really a are very bad time. Huh. Yep. All right, Stephen Ted in the morning here, seven fifty four with Stephen Ted and uh, uh, Ted. We've got. Uh, well, have you, I haven't asked you about? Uh, haven't asked you about gridiron today. Uh, are you going to have any rehearsals for gridiron here in the near future? Starts a week from Monday. Still a week and a half out. From rehearsals. From rehearsals. Of course, Gridiron, the, the annual show. I need to, what I need to do is write scripts between now and then. All right. This is the journalist of the Wichita, of Wichita putting together a show that makes fun of all the newsmakers. All the news in the last year. <laughs> you got a good... I'm, I'm starting to compile some ideas. All right. It should be fun. I go every year, and uh, it's a good show. It'll be the third weekend in March. Fundraisers and... Uh, you can at, already get tickets. At Roxy's downtown. Tickets are already on sale. Yeah, Roxy's downtown. That's where you need to go. All right, Ted, it's uh, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour now here on a Friday morning. Uh, stay with us in the 8 o'clock hour. we got the latest on the race for Wichita Mayor. Uh, Ted has sports coming up, right, Ted? Yeah, we've got a big hockey game, the Wichita Thunder, tomorrow night downtown. And Shocker baseball season opens up tonight. <laughs> so we'll talk about that coming up in sports. Really? Baseball? Okay. And entertainment news on the way with Ted Burton, the player. Yeah, we'll get you into your weekend with entertainment news. That's 40 minutes from now at 835. And traffic and weekend weather in the 8 o'clock hour with Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.